0: In a world gone mad, only rationality and common sense can save it. It's Andrew and Jerry Save the World with your hosts, Andrew Langer and Jerry Rogers. And now, here's Andrew and Jerry. Well, hey there, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Andrew and Jerry Save the World. Episode 59, Andrew and Jerry draft kale for Senate. I'm Andrew Langer kale kale we're gonna like we're gonna like like, like lettuce yes that's like ex- spinach oh, jerry because if i say it like that everybody knows what i'm talking about kale ripkin <laughs> kale ripkin <laughs> no, no one that i know <laughs> former baseball player for the baltimore or i know but i kale mean jerry? like <laughs> you gotta use the Baltimore accent well you do all right Th- oh there that's what do. that is i'm going to ripkin jr I'm gonna go have some English fried chicken, the best damn chicken. You
1: sound played. more like Ross Perot right now, actually.
0: Can I finish? Hey Jerry, yeah. can I finish? Shabashiba, Shabashima.
1: Yeah, so yesterday I call up Andrew Langer. Hello, I'm Jerry Rogers He's By Andrew the way, Langer. Yes. And uh, I said to him that there
0: was a there was a report a an actual news reporter. Time out for a second. Was this an actual news report or is this Jerry saying, "You know something, I'm going to tell Andrew this is an actual news report, well, like, but I'm really it, just making it up."
1: No, I there was a reporter <laughs> for um I want to say Gazette, but I could look it up. It, an actual political reporter okay. here here in Maryland who said that he was hearing from well-placed Republicans, well-placed Maryland Republicans, what that is, I have no idea. Regardless, uh, he was hearing from uh, Republicans, plural, uh, that Cal Ripken Jr. might run for the open Senate seat uh, now that Democrat Ben Cardin is retiring, uh, that there were, again, some rumblings about Cal Ripken Jr. So, of course, I immediately call Langer— Yes. And say, look, the Republican Party in Maryland, not unlike states across the country and our own national party, the GOP nationally, is a mess. Right. Uh, One thing that would make it competitive, however, in Maryland, that is, is for Cal Ripken Jr. uh, to throw his hat in the ring, so to speak, even uh, not knowing his platform. Right. Because. uh, there are no other major players, except for, of course, uh, the former governor, Larry Hogan. I think Hogan would indeed uh, uh, make that a competitive race.
0: So I reached out to a couple of my sources, Jerry. You you know, did. I, I I I don't have many sources uh, right. and, and virtually no sources within Maryland Republican politics. But I, you know, uh, uh, I do know folks who are uh, who are uh, well connected to um who are, let's just say they are Baltimore Oriole adjacent. And uh, I, I I, asked this question. Um, uh, actually, this is exactly the question Jerry, Jerry wanted me to ask. So any insight into the rumor that Cal, that Cal might run for the open Senate seat in Maryland, would love to get your thoughts. So the first text I get back, and again, this is from, from my sources, uh, quote, well, he was rumored to be running for governor a few years back, but seemed to know instinctively that it wasn't a good idea can't imagine he wants back in the spotlight. Good way to throw away an untouchable reputation. Being a legendary Hall of Famer is not a bad gig. So, again, this is not a, a confirmation or a denial, but sort of saying this. Uh, somebody else I asked the exact same question to wrote, I would, I have. Okay, confer-
1: listen, I yeah. just got, I just got, I just got confirmation. Uh-huh. So we can uh, rename the show. A spokesperson for Cal Ripkin Jr., listen, Andy, yes. tells Fox News Cal is flattered whenever his name is brought up this way. However, he has no interest yeah, right. in getting into politics or running for political office. The fact that his spokesperson made a statement to uh to Fox News. At least, I think proves that there was chatter yesterday. Oh, and enough chatter, I, I, you know, from 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 but, uh, okay cre- credible sources
0: that his name was uh, being but, you uh, know, tossed people, around. People put up chatter all the time. I, I because I want to also talk about the merits of whether or not this is a good thing or a bad thing. Because I think it's important. And the other person the, the, who wrote wrote me said uh, uh, they would be. Well, let me take off my glasses. They would be surprised uh, if that were the case. Um, By the way, the the report I saw yesterday
1: uh, was from a Capitol Hill reporter. So it, what uh, uh, an, an, an Axios. Uh, OK, reporter. so a, I mean, Ax- Axios is
0: a legit news source. So, yeah, it, it is a legit news source. But but, I you know, but what happens and you and I both know this because you and I have both been in a position to place stories and reach out to reporters. You start the rumor and you say, hey, I've heard this. Right. Uh, You know, and then and then somebody else you call that you call somebody else and say, hey, uh, uh, like I would call Jerry and say, hey, Jerry, um, uh, uh, Jane Smith uh, from WBAL is going to be calling you to ask you about this. But, uh, you know, I, I've heard this rumor. I'm telling you this rumor. And then you, she would call you and say, yes, I've heard this rumor, too. But you've heard it from well, me. Well, again,
1: you know, the very interesting. This is how, uh, again, uh, forgive the phrase, but how fake news starts, right. right? Where you have some blogger say something ridiculous, like, uh, Andrew Langer punched Jerry Rogers in the face, right. uh, so I heard. And then yes. a news reporter calls up the calls up the blogger. The blogger says, yes, I've heard it. And then the news report reports what the blogger says, and then all other media then says it's in the news that so, Andrew Langer hit Jerry Rogers. So
0: let's talk about right. this, though, because we can still keep the show title, seeing as I've already done the uh, the graphics for it. As But but the larger point is this, I think. Right. Um, Not just you
1: know, how rumors get started or how fake news spreads, but... Uh, the sorry state of the Republican Party. And that's that's a real issue. The fact that uh, uh, there is a Senate seat that's up uh, in a state that, uh, you know, elected recently a Republican twice uh, to statewide office. Sure. I understand Maryland is a blue state, but the fact of the matter is uh, Governor Ehrlich, Governor uh, Hogan proves uh, that uh, you can win here uh, with the right GOP message well the I, fact that with the Republicans the have the right the one to run, run is a problem right
0: circumstances and maybe that's well that's that's you know listen Maryland in, in in very real ways is a microcosm of politics generally and what happens when you both have an entrenched uh, party in power that that doesn't really have any competition and a party where you have all sorts of people competing against each other to see who can be the 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 tallest little person in the room and, and where folks are constantly trying to, you know, knock out people's feet from under them. You know, you think about it, Jerry, we've had these open Senate seats before, um, or we've had folks who've run as sacrificial lambs. Um, you, you know, I think about, uh, uh Eric Wargotz, who, uh, prior to running for United States Senate had been a county commissioner, um, in, in Queen Anne's County with, you know, would, would tried to sort of run as a as a be a governor as a centrist in many ways and McGonagall right. the local republican party you had dan bongino run for u.s senate that was in the, maryland right in maryland, maryland you know, yeah. you know but, but but here's the bottom line too for me hold, and why this story yes hold on hold on hold on let me finish let me just finish my thought here though jerry yeah. because you know you think about it and yes larry hogan stayed on message and bob ehrlich had all of the right stuff to run for governor both of these guys you know because they were competing against in a state in which Democrat registrations outnumber Republicans two to one. And again, I don't want to take anything away from from both Bob, um, who we know and is a friend of the show and a friend of ours, and Larry Hogan, who was the you know elected, reelected to the governorship. But let's keep in mind that in addition to being good candidates who ran good campaigns, they also had the benefit of having a Democratic Party that couldn't get its act together and was nominating boobs as candidates. Uh, whether or not it's Kathleen Kennedy Townsend you know, in in 2002 against Ehrlich. And again, not to take anything away from Bob Ehrlich's victory, if Bob Ehrlich had been a terrible candidate, uh, Bob Ehrlich could not have beaten Kathleen Kennedy Townsend in the same way that Larry Hogan had the benefit of Anthony Brown and what was it, uh, Ben Jealous that he ran against? Ben Jealous, Uh, yeah. You know, and so... (laughs) I, Sorry,
1: I, go ahead. I, I get your point, but yeah. but I, I still think the larger point to get to get it out of the muck and mire of Maryland, because quite frankly, you but know, that's why I'm saying it's a microcosm, Jerry. I, I agree with you. It's all about building benches on both sides. Go yeah. ahead. And yes. because Maryland. Maryland Democrats have nominated boobs, your word, so to speak, you know,
0: yeah,
1: uh, Martin O'Malley was a boob. Yes. Martin O'Malley was a fool uh, and he won. Uh, statewide office, he became the governor, two-term governor. But my point is this: the Democrats, whether they nominate uh, Joe Biden, right? Joe Biden and and Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris, my goodness, talk about someone uh, who is out to lunch intellectually, or or Joe Biden, who has uh, the mental acuity of a of a of a turnip. They nominated bad candidates and win anyway. But here's why. Because the Democrats uh, have the courage of their convictions, uh, whereas the Republicans do not, Uh, whereas the the conservative movement doesn't. I'm not even sure what the
0: conservative movement is any longer. I agree with that. Let Let me just sort of talk about this, because, again, getting down to it, what you and I have talked about before is the issue of machine party machine discipline and the democrats have that in spades so you're right martin o'malley all right i, I was going to say martin o'malley is a moron martin o'malley is a moron um but martin o'malley is a machine a consummate machine politician right he had that machine that he built and created it but that that anthony brown didn't quite have and and ben jealous certainly didn't have but Wes Moore, the entire political machine got behind him Um, And so he was able to uh, to to prevail against a candidate who did not have the party machinery behind him because I when you and I both said this, Larry Hogan effectively destroyed the any Republican political machine in Maryland. You know, or more to the point, the 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 spats between between Larry Hogan and the Hoganites in, in Maryland and Donald Trump supporting Republicans in Maryland, you know, Larry Hogan needlessly picking fights with Trump and Trump supporters is what broke the political machine in Maryland I, at least that's what I think and and again to to and, take and again, it as a microcosm of what's happening nationally go ahead Jerry
1: and, and and again you and I part of the reason why this Cal Ripken story was of interest yes. to me was not so much that it was true or not
0: <laughs> but Jerry, rather did you, did you call this Axios reporter from Capitol Hill <laughs>
1: I didn't did you, you the one
0: who are you the one who planted this story
1: yeah I did I, I planted
0: the story to <laughs> an axe, yes. it would be a great thing if no you I did, wish I did if, if it was you in, in fact, you know I'm, Andrew I'm spread the rumor. Because I've, I've I'm spreading known... the rumor that Jerry Rogers planted Jerry Rogers has that yeah well-known Maryland team-maker. Republican
1: uh, yes. uh Jerry Rogers but here's why <laughs> the whole story was of interest to me and this and is important is, and that is because if you look at the poll numbers uh Joe national numbers. And we get into this too. I don't understand why we're looking at national poll numbers, Trump versus Biden or Biden versus DeSantis. Uh, What matters uh, are state numbers, state polling data. But regardless, why this was of interest is because I believe that if the tickets are Trump and whomever runs with him, uh, versus a uh, Biden and Harris, I think Larry Hunter, uh, Larry Hunter, uh, Larry Hunter, you know, the old economist. <laughs> Listen, wouldn't for, Larry uh,
0: Hunter be a great candidate? Go Larry ahead, Larry
1: Hunter, old economist for uh, Jack Kemp. Uh, In fact, it could be Hunter side. and
0: Hunter. Larry Hunter at the top of the ticket. Hey, Larry, Derek if you below if, him.
1: yeah, Larry Hunter was a good is is was a good man. Anyway, but as is Derek Hunter, I yes, <laughs> <laughs> I think that Larry Hogan runs as a third party. Uh, candidate in 2024 under the no labels.
0: Right, and and let's hold on. Stick a pin in that for a moment because I want to talk about that. Because I want to, I want to prognosticate for a moment about what that means in a national election. I want to also talk about about the Cal, generically a Cal like person running in Maryland or elsewhere and what that means. But let me come back to something you just said because you just said something really interesting. Um, Which is this issue of the national polling versus local polling? Is there anybody who does at this early stage? Is there anybody who invests in polling in the swing districts, swing counties that carried previous elections for other candidates? Because that's what's going to give you a real picture as to what the population is thinking. uh, Yes. The answer is yes. But it's usually,
1: uh, it's usually, um, Secret polls, i.e. candidate polls. And so therefore, so therefore, right, internal polls. So therefore, if I'm Ron DeSantis and I'm thinking seriously about running for president, what I'm doing is I'm looking at all the uh, all the states. Right. uh, What is it? Republicans have to flip 80,000 votes. Right. To win in 2024. Now, that's true and not true, because demographics for years Things have changed. People have shifted again in the last in the last uh, two years. uh, uh, Thousands of people have left Maryland. I mean, so and so, by you know, by the time 2024, November uh, comes around, they're going to be uh, demographic shifts in Florida, in right in in Texas. Uh, Look, you have states like California, Illinois and Maryland, New York and New Jersey all losing
0: population and Florida and Texas uh, gaining, which is uh, why, uh, which is why you got this guy thinking he can he can beat Ted Cruz running down in, uh, down in down in Texas. But right. This is my point: is that is that you know if I'm Ron DeSantis, if I'm Nikki Haley, and I'm getting inundated by text messages from I, I from from the Nikki Haley campaign. I mean, we're talking you know several times a day. Good, for, um, good for her. Guess, yes.
1: guess how guess how many text messages I received uh, from the Republican uh, uh, front runner in the Maryland primary uh, leading up to Election Day? None. None. Zero. None. Not n- nada. I mean, yes. so the, the fact that Nikki Haley's doing work good for well, her, yes, of course.
0: But my, my 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 point is this. If I'm Nikki Haley, I would be commissioning these kinds of polls in the you know, to spend the money in the 25 most important counties in the United States in the 2020 election yeah. at least to get a, a sense as to what people are thinking and what's important to them and what's motivating them to go to the polls but but Jerry let's talk about this because you know you and I as we were as I was driving home from DC yesterday we're, we're talking about about Cal and and going back to remember Jerry and I tried starting crap Jerry was this is it possible this was? 2012 going all the way when did when did Derek Jeter retire from uh baseball oh not uh, after 2012. okay so this this must have been 2016. 2014 2016 Jerry and I started a a Derek Jeter for Senate in New York uh campaign <laughs> um draft Derek Jeter and um I think the page is still on Facebook by the way you can go look for draft draft Derek Jeter we obviously thought that that could energize in many ways the New York State you know, GOP, and I still think it could. Um, Obviously, Derek Jeter has no interest in this. You've talked about, we've talked about this with regards to Cal Ripken, but are there lessons that we can learn from Herschel Walker's, Herschel Walker's run in Georgia, failed run in Georgia, or does it not apply because Cal Ripken is such a mythic figure in Maryland that he really could be a, a, a game changer?
1: I think Ripkin, because of of his reputation as a good guy, honest actor, right uh, is a is a game changer. The problem with Herschel Walker was the multiple marriages, the out of wedlock uh, uh, births, uh, his uh, his uh, accusations of domestic abuse. It's very hard to win a, yeah, re, except, to win except as a Republican of course, of course, when you are accused Republican, of domestic yes, abuse. Right,
0: because his, his his opponent was accused of these things, but it, it's right. just par for the course. I guess I get into this, right, because it, this is. this Herschel Walker was a good
1: candidate on paper in Donald Trump's pocket. All right,
0: but but this is, I guess, you know what I, what I get back to, and I think it's a corollary to what you talk about with regards to creating heroes out of people and why we shouldn't create heroes out of people. Because I remember going back to two thousand eight, no, earlier two thousand six, when um, uh, who was it in Illinois who stepped away from the Senate, and there was that mad scramble for the Senate seat there, and. There were folks it was where Jerry Ryan's husband, you know, seven of nine from Star Trek Voyager. yes, yes. her yes. husband was running and then he had to step down. I think that was it and and there was some question as to whether or not Mike Ditka should run for Senate. sure. now just and back up for a second
1: the the reason why the Republicans had a strong candidate um that year and it was alleged Michael Ryan, Michael Ryan it was alleged that he. Uh, went to a sex club uh, with his actress wife uh, and that somehow coerced her to go uh, this was in private legal uh, documents uh, divorce proceedings uh, guess who leaked that to the media i don't know well he was president of the united states for eight years oh barack obama Barack Obama. Okay. So again, but just I, I say that because Barack Obama has this reputation of being the good guy, oh, how geez. he entered politics uh, was literally uh, by leaking a uh, uh, private uh, divorce legal proceedings. That's how hey, but he this entered is. Politics. But
0: this is my point is that at the time. Or national um, politics. At the time, you know, a lot of us were talking about Ditka running. And the question becomes, well, if Ditka had run against Barack Obama, could Ditka have beaten, and I don't mean this in an SNL-like joke, but I, I guess we're, you know, I guess
1: the problem we, is, I don't know Mike Ditka's personal history. I right, don't know of if he's divorced, if he's, if he's, I have no idea. The fact is, is that you can't be the pro-life party, the, the party of, of fidelity and honor and, and our troops uh, and and all the rest of it, religion and the flag and then it, and then, and then be married and remarried for but, four but times. also
0: my my other point is you can't a
1: big again a, a, a reason why
0: there's a segment that will never vote for Donald Trump right but but my point is my my well, I think some of that's a, a ruse honestly um but anyway, but but my 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 point is that you know we we go down the road of wanting these gimmicks to run. And I'm as I, listen, I've just said this. I'm as guilty as anybody else, whether or not it's Mike Ditka wanting well, Mike Ditka I, to run in Illinois. I, I hear or you, Derek it, Jeter It always depends or Cal, the,
1: it depends on the context, right? So around. in a state like Ohio or a state like Texas, uh or a uh, a, a true swing state like Virginia or North Carolina, uh, these Cal Ripkin or Herschel Walker, Mike Dick characters don't 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 float, right. uh, and that's because there's there's competition between the parties. These these issues do come to the forefront in states like New York, New Jersey, uh, Maryland, uh, California, because of uh, Illinois now, because of one party rule. Right. It also comes uh, comes up uh, when you have someone like a Donald Trump. Uh, who is so celebrity obsessed the reason why georgia and georgia my goodness we should have two republican senators in georgia we don't because of donald trump right because of his meddling and because of his obsession with celebrity uh and his and his involving himself in state politics in the worst possible way right again we supported donald trump for four years but the fact is his behavior in the 2020 post 2020 elections, his behavior in the 2022 midterms, his choices, his decisions, uh, his dinner guests having dinner with white supremacists disqualifies him from well, office.
0: Right, time efforts, so we're talking about I just want to be really clear because we're talking about two sort of different tracks here. I mean, Jerry is outlaying it one on the one hand. In in 2020 and 2022, um, uh, Donald Trump told voters to not trust the voting process. Right, and when you tell voters to not trust the voting process, you can't act surprised when they stay home. It's just that simple. Right, it's like Obamacare. If you if you if you mandate that people buy a product, and you and you and you make it, you've, you're going to find them if they don't buy it, and you're going to subsidize them when they do. You, you can't measure success by the fact that people are buying it. So there, there's that aspect of it: people staying home. And then the other part of this is Jerry is talking about is doing things to make not just Donald J. Trump, but also the people that he endorsed, the people surrounding him, to make them even the the, the tiniest bit toxic to small amounts of, of the voters. Remember, as Jerry and I were just talking about, in an electorate of 100 and what, 140 million people, isn't that how many votes were cast in the last election? 140, 150 million votes, yeah. where 80,000 people. Can yeah. can separate you know the victory from from the loser, if you just you know get 40,000 40, 40, plus one of those votes to switch sides, you win an election, right? And 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 that's that's the way it is. So let me ask you this, Jerry. Speaking of which, because as I said to one of the people who was asking me, who I reached out to, he, he said to me, "Well, what about Hogan running for this Senate seat?" And I. I said, and you and I talked about this as well yesterday. I think it's stupid for Larry Hogan to run for president because he can't win. Um, that Larry Hogan really should run for the Senate seat in, in in Maryland. If if Larry Hogan wanted to do something constructive, he would run for the Senate seat in Maryland. Um, and you rightly point out, with good reason, um, that that uh, that the no the the no labels group has said that if it looks like it's going to be Trump versus Biden again. They're going to put somebody up, and most likely it'll be some combination of Larry Hogan and Joe Manchin. How does that affect the 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 outcome? Well, well what does it do? Well,
1: I'm going to be a contrarian here because I think the conventional wisdom is that it hurts the Republicans. Uh, it hurts Donald Trump more than it hurts Joe Biden. However, when you think about the economy. Uh, You have um, uh, right now, wrong track, right direction, wrong track uh, is uh, right direction is 39 percent, according to Rasmussen, uh, wrong track, 56, a difference of 17, 17 points. That's 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 phenomenal in terms of wrong, uh, wrong direction. You look at inflation, still at 5 percent, you look at gas prices, energy prices, Uh, you look at the uh, cult of climate change and transgenderism. Uh, Here are two issues where uh, uh, climate change and and the transgender issue. uh, Yeah, the mainstream media is all in. uh, But when you dig down deep and look at what people think, uh, the American people are still very uncomfortable with this. It's not like gay marriage where there truly has been a seismic change in public attitudes, Uh, even on abortion. Uh, This issue, uh, most Americans still are very uncomfortable uh, with abortion after the fetus is viable, after the fetus can feel pain. And so and so there there are still these issues where uh, where a significant remnant are uncomfortable with Joe Biden, but gave Joe Biden the vote last time uh, because he was he was uh, he was presented as normal as the ground. Well, right. And now there's been nothing normal the last couple plus years. So sure. I think you put up a Larry Hogan and a Joe Manchin uh, and they are the normal candidates. I think there's a segment 24. I think the recent polling shows that there are 24 percent of voters who are Trump or nobody. Yes. So Trump starts out with a quarter of the, the electorate. No one else has that. So I think Trump gets his 25 his percent. Uh, and and then i think I, I think uh that the remaining 75% are up in the air and i think and i think enough votes are taken from uh, uh are taken from joe biden uh and and uh, because of this wrong track because of inflation because of the the abnormalcy of his presidency, uh, his asleep uh, asleep at the switch, sort of, sort of speak, uh, 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 the 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 Biden uh, a lot of they lose votes to to a normal uh, Hogan and oh, Mansion, and then all the all the undecideds go, I think, go to Trump, and I think in a three way race.
0: I think Trump wins. It's interesting you said that because it's kind of the flip side to what happened in in nineteen ninety two. You know, the, you're, what Jerry you're is saying is that the conventional yeah. wisdom is that when there's a third candidate, third party candidates, well, actually. I'm so that's the conventional wisdom, because you think back to uh, John Anderson running in 1980 and and certainly and, and maybe that's exactly where Larry Hogan is, is a John Andrew is 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 in that John Anderson mold, though, maybe getting more votes.
1: Well, I mean, let me ask you a question.
0: Yeah, the, the never Trumpers. They have Biden or they have Hogan. Sure. Where do they go? Like they, they I think I think I would say probably 80 percent of them go for Hogan. Right. But and- I don't know what per- I don't know what percentage of the electorate that is, Jerry. Well, I mean, well, You're wait, saying, wait, never, wait, Trump, you're you're saying right. never Trump Republicans,
1: right? But here's the thing: uh, there,
0: we know that Trump owns a quarter of the electorate, right? And we know, but we also know that Biden owns a similar portion of that. I don't
1: know though. I, I don't I think, think they do. I think I think there, I think he there's does. No one there, there. Wait, there's no, no one running around with a with a blue Joe Biden hat. Uh, there oh, are I, plenty I, of people running around with the MAGA hat.
0: I, I think I think there. Are, I think there are a, a lot of them that are out there um the, you know because you look at you look at the way that the polls go and democratic enthusiasm for joe biden remains solid self-identifying democrats it's something on the order of 75 80 percent. but that's incredibly low well it, 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 it should be in the mid to high 90s okay but still uh, listen i'll grant you there there may be a 15 percent loss there out of out of those well, here, I, I guess he's under the total electorate right and, and
1: and maybe we should do a show and bring in uh McIntyre or Tom Bevan from real Clear politics. But the fact of the matter is hold when him on get him on the phone now when you look at enthusiasm, look, I've right. said it. I don't think Donald Trump should run for president. I don't think he I'm not going to support him in the primary. But the fact of the matter is in terms of enthusiasm uh Donald Trump's supporters are more gung-ho over donald trump than biden supporters are over I think joe think that's biden That's
0: true but okay so then what happens so you what you're and what we're saying is that if donald trump is not the nominee for the republicans larry hogan doesn't get put up by he doesn't get put up by no labels no i think Ron DeSantis. I, I think if trump's on the ticket this is what no I'm labels asking. no labels runs but if descent if it's desantis haley haley desantis Versus no, I, Biden Harris. I, don't, I don't think I, no, I think no labels No labels doesn't Hold on hold on The other point that I was trying to make is That that in in that Essentially what we're saying is That maybe the general Rule is that if a if An independent candidate mounts a credible Challenge it augers Against the the Incumbent I which think is what happened well in, it
1: depends On who it is so so Um it depends on who it is, and I give you an example. So if uh, if um, I can't think of someone of this stature, but who on the right is kind of well respected, if Newt Gingrich decided to run as an independent candidate, yes. I think that would hurt Donald Trump.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. No, I I, I get that, but but my yeah. point is, no, we're talking about a political outsider running, sort of in the Ross Perot, John. Yeah, Anderson, I I Hogan. think Hogan because of their because of their. Um,
1: reputation as as uh, uh uh as reasonable alternative uh to the trump madness i think hogan mansion uh takes away the center right the suburban mother the the soccer mom will vote for hogan mansion before
0: I'll, I'll i'll buy that Biden I mean, that's an interesting idea I, and, and uh, listen yeah. I, I i do and that's and, and
1: that's and that's how Trump lost, right?
0: He you know who we scared need to have away on all the Jerry, soccer moms. You know who we need to have on is we, we, we should have on Tom. Maybe we should do, um, by the way, guys, we're going to do a little production meeting here right now. Maybe we ought to do an Andrew and Jerry save the world round table discussion where we bring on the Tom Bevins of the world. And I bring in Ron Rappaport who literally wrote the book on third party movements in America. And, and, and we have that conversation because Ron's got his, his pulse on these kinds of things, we we can, we can Look, go down this road. Listen, I've been, I will say this, and I I don't know if I've ever told this story on the air before. I am very attracted to, I've been very attracted to the third party movements in the past. Um, I, I was in 1992, very interested in the Ross Perot reform party efforts there. And as it happened, the place where I was working, one of the presiding partners was one of Ross Perot's two national co-chairmen. And there were offices in our building Uh, and I went down there to see about volunteering and they wanted me to do 80 hours a week volunteer above and beyond the 40 hours a week I was working. And I, and I, and I, 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 I I walked away. Maybe I shouldn't have walked away, Jerry. Should I walk away from volunteering for Ross Perot in 1992? Yeah. I'm, I actually lose a little respect for you,
1: even (laughs) that you would consider Ross Perot. He was a clown. Um, that being said, uh I supported but Jerry you, he had I,
0: he had pie charts. He had pie charts and he had any I a I I look he,
1: he, here 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 are the two people in my mind who who want who voted for Ross Perot. By the way, um, I was also 21 at the time. So Right. And and that, uh, young naive uh uh voters who don't want to have a party label, uh who are conservative but don't really want to admit they're conservative, that type of person and those Jerry did you know me when I was 21? no but uh and then and then those who thought that it would just be a kick they thought bush was going to win anyway and so i look i, I can't know. tell you this is anecdotal but i remember going to the gym uh the, the next day and people be, people were like holy cow perot won i voted for him because i thought bush was gonna so i well, think one yeah yeah, Clinton, I'm yeah. sorry. But, but let me say this though, about uh the weakness of Joe Biden. I think I ultimately voted for 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 George H. W. Bush, by the way. But uh, anyway. Well, we had a we had a victory party for him at my house that was turned
0: into a a terrible, sad affair. Oh, see, it's funny because I had the flip side of that in ninety-four. Uh so ninety-two I was still in college. 94, I was working in DC. I'd been invited to go to the RNC. I didn't go because um I Listen, I'll name drop here. I was working with with Ken Melman, who later became RNC chairman, um, and I didn't go to the RNC victory party in 94. I instead went to a friend's house. They were all Democrats, and they all began to get further and further and further depressed as the evening went on. Yeah. uh, Which But go ahead, Jerry.
1: Let me just again, just some data to show how weak Joe Biden is. In a three-way race, uh, Biden, Kennedy, and Williamson, right?
0: Okay. Kennedy
1: and Williamson, both fringe candidates. He's still polling in the 60s. Joe Biden is. Against incredibly how, how does how does it break down with the other with the other 40%? Well, Fox News has it uh 2024 democrat presidential nomination uh biden kennedy williamson it's 62 19 for kennedy uh, nine for williamson
0: that is incredibly terrible numbers uh soft numbers for joe biden so it's interesting you say that so so here's the thing so the as as again the prevailing wisdom goes if Somebody within the president's party mounts a credible challenge, and I want to be really clear. And I don't think
1: credible... I I don't I do not think Kennedy, I do not think uh, Ms. Williamson are credible, but regardless. But, OK,
0: this is my point. Right. So 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 if if a if someone ch- credible challenges a president, an incumbent president from within his own party, that that president goes on may w- very well go on to win the nomination, but goes on to lose the general election. Yes. Um, I don't know if that applies this year. I said that on, it, I said that I on, agree 100 yeah, percent with but, you. If it's Donald Trump. Right. Th- that's the thing. You know, we talk about this issue of disruption. Do, listen, um, l-
1: l- l- let me be 100 percent clear here. Donald Trump cannot win the general election.
0: It's impossible. Right. Well, well, unless it cannot unless, happen, unless unless Larry, unless Larry Hogan runs as a well, unless there's yeah, some kind of third right. third party.
1: And again, even there, I have no data to back me up. I'm just—it's conjecture no, it's, on my it's part. it's
0: spitballing. No, no, no. But it's—it's—but yeah. it's—it's conjecture, Jerry, that is based on sort of noodling through the numbers, which is what we do because we think out loud on this show. We do um, thinking out loud with Andrew and Jerry. Stay tuned. Um, and I don't
1: understand why, in 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 God's name, and I'm praying, Republican primary voters wouldn't give the nomination to someone like DeSantis. He brings Florida, right? But it's Jerry. We win. He wins Texas. Uh, He puts because, again, his he puts the Hispanic, the Latino vote into play. It is absolutely. Malpractice, political malpractice, and I think that there ought to be and this is, again, my problem with the Republican Party, all these congressmen who are endorsing Donald Trump. They're not doing so because they think Trump can win. They're doing so because they don't give a shit about their country. And what I mean by that is, is that endorsing Donald Trump means fundraising. It means that you'll no. have a war chest to go and uh, keep your congressional district. I want to see statescraft. I want to see men and women uh, decide uh, to, to to say and to do what's right for their country and not uh, not what is right for them and their and their and their political coffers well i mean listen, right I mean, now listen, the gop talk. is filled right. with
0: grifters well right but this gets down i mean look jerry about again i i think this is unfortunately where our politics is generally because i think you get the same thing on the democratic side with democrats refusing to step up and say no i don't think so. I, I
1: i don't think so very I, very wrong I, with I, you. I, you are right yes i'm sorry you're in what you're saying there's no Democrat saying there's something wrong with uh, Joe Biden's acuity, right. uh, mental acuity, but it doesn't matter because Joe Biden's not running the show. Uh, if it was, if it was, give me someone else. If it was Wes Moore, I don't think Wes Moore would be. You think Wes Moore, as the governor of Maryland and his issue set and what he's doing, he's not being, he's not running himself. He's being, he's a puppet, just like just. The the democratic the progressive movement is run by the LGBTQ plus uh, agenda by the climate change agenda. Oh, right. So this uh, is what I'm the, this is, so this right.
0: is what I'm saying is that it's it's the flip side. Only one has to do with personality, while the other has to do with some very some you know issues driven identity based politics. Right. But right? But, but, so, my, my,
1: but but the but the Democrats. So to though, me to
0: me to me there's no difference in the grift the the the, the grift of of folks who who are trump surrogates versus the grift of folks who are lgbtq but i don't think the lgbtq uh, is involved in grift i don't think they're doing it for money i think they're doing it for power well okay but ultimately so again still two sides of the same coin i mean literally one side of the coin is money and the other side is power well i i I
1: don't i don't agree i think that the i think the republicans are very happy listen okay time out for a second so yes so let's let's drill it back to the lgbtq plus community want to change our culture they want to change our
0: politics they want power they want want to transform okay but let me let me go down this other road right which is you know so which is why they're winning hold on new york state the governor just signed a bill outlawing fossil fuels and natural gas um infrastructure in new construction right now Right, there is a power aspect to this because they want people to live in a certain area, and and they want them to fuel their houses in a certain way. They want to be able to control temperatures. They want to be able to control a whole bunch of things. But there's also a money aspect to this because well-heeled Democratic donors know, and Democratic candidates know that they can extract huge sums of cash out of the public treasury to go down this road. So it's power, but it's also a money component. Tom Steyer, who was one of, the, was one of the biggest Democratic donors in the last few cycles. Tom Steyer, yes, he wants power ultimately, but Tom Steyer knows that if he goes down the green energy boondoggle, right, that he gets hundreds of millions of dollars in his pocket as a result of it to his business. Yeah,
1: I, I, look, what what you're saying is true. Yes. But what I'm saying is also true. Well, what I'm this-
0: saying is what, what Jerry's saying is more true. I no, get but, this. Uh, I'm uh, saying it's Steyer, two sides of the same coin. St- you're Steyer- right.
1: But Steyer's not a a intellectual leader. He's not a politician or elected. He's well, somewhere... he tried. Tom Steyer ran for office in California, right? But yeah. but 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 he's a special interest. He's looking to get money on his solar business or his re- renewable sure. energy business. What I'm saying is, is that and, and and maybe this is an argument that we need to have on the right. Um, there's we have plenty of Steyers on our side.
0: Yes. Those
1: who are ga- you know, gaming the system and all the rest of it. We don't have who on our, I mean, outside of the pro-life movement and the school choice movement, our side doesn't have what the left has. The left has climate change, LGBTQ plus, uh, they have, uh, they have uh, the 1619, uh, they have identity politics, uh, you know, uh, 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 queer theory, uh, uh, justice theory. I mean, look, look, look at what the left is doing right now. A coordinated effort, a, a, a brilliant coordinated effort to delegitimize the supreme court right there everyone from the new york times uh to every single member democrat caucus member of the senate of the u.s senate is is tweeting writing lecturing appearing on uh, the appearing in the media uh, talking about how the supreme court uh needs to be uh, uh set aside expanded uh, demolished changed blown up
0: we don't do that on what issue but, but jerry hold on for is a second. our it side is, oh, all singing on. from the same choir book well no listen i think we're all singing from the same choir book on on things like taxes but 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 time out really for a second. all right wait, time out explain to me right
1: now what is in the mccarthy debt ceiling uh, uh agreement
0: that passed congress well, it is. It it calls for a reduction in discretionary spending, a twenty percent reduction over time in discretionary spending, while at the same time trying to hold the debt essentially static as to where it as to where it is. What they proposed will will raise the national debt to forty seven
1: trillion dollars. Yes. What the Democrats want will raise the national debt to fifty two trillion dollars. What the Republicans presented is. Essentially the same exact thing that the Democrats want, only less. Well, with a 20% reduction. But Jerry, this is a a 20% a 20% reduction over time in the increase. Yes.
0: Yes. So 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 there okay. So my, my
1: point is my point is is that we're already arguing look in like, let me get, forgive me this let,
0: let Hold me on. one. Let, 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 let me use a minute because we're getting really far afield of but where we, we were let so, me bring it back yeah. so
1: in football you will win the game if you spend your offensive and defensive on 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 their half of the field in politics we only play on their side of the field my point is is that you cannot tell me specifically what's in this plan, not because you're uninformed, you're informed, but because the Republicans aren't telling us because our constituencies, what think, no, look, AEI, AEI, James Capretta put out today a, a hypercritical analysis of the, of the GOP uh, deficit uh, plan and not that it cuts too much. Uh, but rather that it's it's just it's it's a mess. Sure, it's it's incoherent. But my point is is that everything that Democrats, the liberals, the progressives do, their entire their entire right. allied base
0: sings the same right. song. Jerry, we've been down this road before. But the, the the issue the issue has been that over now we could talk about whether or not it's Donald Trump. Or whether or not it was the Obama administration. Why isn't Donald Trump talking about the debt ceiling? Because Why isn't it... hold on? Because Donald Trump can't talk about the debt oh, ceiling. Ron DeSantis, I mean, are, but but, but Ronda Nikki Haley, there. Ron DeSantis the, Ronda and Nikki Haley are talking about the debt ceiling. They are talking about these things. The the, re- the, well. the 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 problem the the problem is that over the last sixteen years, the left has spent a concerted effort to essentially destroy fracture. And turn these organizations against one another, Uh, whether it's the left or or the politicization of law enforcement or whether it's the media. So the media doesn't amplify right when when folks do speak out on substantive issues um, or the left is working overtime to turn organizations against one another. Or they're using the the cordons of power to work to bully into silence organizations so that they don't want to speak out on these issues, whether it's climate change or whether it's the Supreme Court or whether it's abortion or what have you, right? So so the end result, right? When you politicize the Department of Justice such that you're raiding, you know, uh, first of all that you're mon- that we know that you're monitoring houses of worship, places of worship, or when you're raiding pro life people's houses. Or when you are sicking attorneys general against organizations raising skepticism on climate change, that is the, the very definition of the chilling of free speech. And this is the end result that happens. And, and so when you shut down an economy, now, listen, some of this happens to things change over time. So we can debate the relative merits of, say, the the weekly gathering of, of conservatives at Americans for tax reform, um, which, you know, I, I, I go spottily. But well, you know when when COVID happened and that meeting stopped happening on a weekly basis and people got out of the habit of going, people stopped learning what organization other organizations were doing or what was happening up on Capitol Hill. Um, you know, so it's 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 it, and then you also combine it, Jerry, with this fact that when you have organizations that are founded in rugged individualism and competition, we tend to not play very nicely with one another i agree yeah and that's the
1: problem the problem is is that if you look at it's almost like i know i know you haven't watched it but it's almost like um uh the west wing that show from the early 2000s where you know they started each day the president staff the west wing staff Uh, with the message of the day you know this is what this is this is now you come off message and things disrupt that but the fact of the matter is we're all going to sink in this page today uh, and move forward the the left does that every day and does it well
0: but keep in mind right what was the remember when was the west wing on it started in 2000 99 99 okay so they didn't know that 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 george w bush was going to get elected in 2000 but but the the West Wing and its predecessor, the American president, were always stylized versions of how Democrats wanted Washington to run, or more specifically, how Democrats wanted Democrats to act. And and and, and, and my point is is that no, we're they're doing it. Right. This is yes, yes. So so you have Democrats who grew up watching the West Wing, like, okay, we need to have a message of the of the day. Yeah. Um, and and you know there are some organizations that are doing things like this, um, but yeah, not- I I would argue that on the left, and again,
1: just take um, just take the 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 top issue from today, uh, and this has been the top issue for a couple three days, uh, the attacks on the Supreme Court. Right, hundred percent. Every you know every we're from Hakeem Jeffries, who's the minority leader in the House to Chuck Schumer, the majority leader in the Senate, to the White House, to the New York Times, to a uh, to a number of third party groups and media outlets. Uh, they are all saying that the court needs to be transformed. Right. And on our side, uh, I've seen two pieces. One in the New York Post. Uh, and one in America, American greatness but
0: time out for a second Jerry I mean, well I, and, I, and I've seen I've seen others at, at Town hall and elsewhere but the the point is that that you have groups like the Judicial confirmation Network um whatever uh um, uh oh good Lord the I want to say Eugene Levy but it's not U- Eugene Levy um uh, see I can't even think of the organizations name the, the, smaller the, organizations the, the federal that are society. With, the Federal Society. Now, do you notice who got attacked today and all over the media today? No, that I didn't say. Leonard
1: Leo. Oh, there. Well, yes. Well, Leonard Leo, who was, of course, but again, this is how here. smart they are. They go after Clarence Thomas, Neil Gorsuch. They go after Roberts. They go, Roberts, who's again, who has been a, a an honest actor for the left. Uh, you go after the Supreme Court. Listen,
0: listen, and the, the, then the, you go the, after the, the most the, dishonest thing today was uh, was uh, that I saw in the last twenty four hours was how Sandra Day O'Connor helped. George W. Bush win in right. 2000. My point is the well, left let me, let me is delegitimizing it is. the court. Yes. With yes. no pushback from the right. But they OK. But, Jerry, there is pushback from the right. It just doesn't get any kind of amplification. That's the that's the issue. Right. So you have. I, you have the I, I, I hear know, what Kerry you're saying. Severino at the Digital Crisis Network. It's it's like the old Zen Cone. If a tree falls in a forest and no one's there to hear it, doesn't make a sound. But, so but, Kerry Severino can speak, you know, shout to the cows, come home. I I I I, I you, about again, you're,
1: you're not wrong, but again, let me use another sports metaphor. So my father taught me as a kid, he taught me how to fight. And you know, and I and I I I can fight. I I'm good at it, I'm very good at it. And my father taught me. That you don't swing wildly. I was watching a, a, a reel from TikTok or Facebook earlier today. A, b- a bunch of reels where you see these uh, these uh, random uh, brawls uh, 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 start in 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 sports stadiums. And when you watch these idiots fight, they're just roundhousing. No, no, Jerry, they're, I can't le- le- they're leaning. They're okay. leaning back. Their head is down that's the conservative movement we are flailing yes there is pushback. but jerry and i understand what you want but but a prize fighter
0: has to fight in combinations. right right. and so we're not doing that okay so we had this during the eight years of the obama administration and i would say for the first five years of the obama administration we had coordination on the part of whether it was right-wing writers or right-wing activists Uh, right-wing organizations there was coordination here's we're going to go after this aspect of it we're going to go after attackwatch.com you know and we're going to shut that down and 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 lo and behold they could get it shut down but what happened is that the Obama administration took notice they started slow walking the formation of new organizations they started attacking the organizations that were doing this effort they started sicking attorneys generals on them Oh, and, and let's not forget, then you had the grifter class come in and essentially mudsuck whatever was remaining. And, and so now you're left with a disconnect between stalwarts who are doing the good, solid workhorse activist work and the folks who can turn around and magnify, my hand in there, magnify that activist work so that work is not getting getting magnified. So, you know, yeah, you're right. It would be great if the Federal Society was out there coordinating. If Leonard Leo and I, you know, I haven't talked to Leonard Leo in probably 10 years. And so I don't know what the stance inside the Federal Society is, right? Whether or not they want to sit it out, you know, and see if it'll blow over or whether or not they want to go and fight. Jerry's in my instinct would be to say, you know something, we're under attack. We're going to turn around and we're going to fight it. We're going to get every... Every state chapter, I'm sorry, every university chapter of the federal society, say something every state chapter. And then within those state chapters, you reach out to the other state organizations and the other organizations here. Here's what we need you to do today. But there's no there's there is no work that is being done that is like that. That's what we're getting into here. And what all I'm saying is, is that is that the left has made a concerted effort over the last decade. No, which is interesting, right?
1: Actually, again, Andrew brings up a very important point, and that is the the left has made uh, the weaponization of government, the IRS, uh, the Department of Justice, the FBI, uh, the Department of State. I mean, you name it, they've weaponized it. But regardless, and they've done so to go after their political enemies, uh, we've seen this – Uh, with the irs scandal you said like uh, slow walking the uh the establishment of new c3s and c4s the intimidation of of conservatives by the irs you saw it with bridgegate with the obama administration we've seen it more recently with pro-lifers in the department of justice this is true but this is part of the again part of our problem when it's when it's when we have some power and we decide to fight fire with fire, we fall apart. And well, this gets into the whole Disney and I, situation. And I give you an example. Yeah. So Ron DeSantis, right, uh, and his and his governmental pushback of Disney have some on the right apoplectic, uh, right. from from our friend Hannah Fox to the David Hannah French Cox. to Hannah Cox. I'm sorry, and others. But here's what what everyone misses: there are so many on the right who are still trying. To be acceptable, they have the John McCain disease. They want to be considered good guys by the New Yorker, uh, by the Washington Post, and so when DeSantis does this, they go off uh, half right, half principled, because yes, it is wrong for the government, even when it's run by Republicans, to stifle free speech and free expression. But that's not what Don Ron DeSantis is doing. What Ron DeSantis is doing is taking away corporatist crony deals right. that disney have received has received through the years from the government no 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 industry
0: has a right to cronyism right but this is and this gets into the other part of this which is you know some of this could have been forgiven over time but when donald trump got elected in 2016 and took office in 2017 that, I we just went through, we're talking about this issue of of the never Trump Republicans that turned a lot of organizations and people against one another, whether or not they were not Trumpy enough. There, there, there's, I mean, there, you're right. There's, there's too much on our side.
1: Again, the John McCain disease that too many of of leading voices on the right <laughs> want to be accepted voices, right? Want to be accepted uh, by The New York Times and, 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 and we know who they, they
0: are. But it's also, and it, anyway, we gets into it gets into all of the other issues having to do with um, uh, having to do with you know wanting to have the hottest of the hot takes and scoring political hit points on people. Right. But I mean, I'll give you give you a really good example because we talked about this. So e- again, I'm on a number of different uh, lists, list serves on email, um, and and you know Donald Trump effectively eviscerated one of them um, because you get folks who are just constantly sniping at one another over over whether or not you know whether or not something is you know why you know donald trump does something does it have, does it have any merit um even when donald trump will do something right he was doing it wrong or for the wrong reasons or what have you um and that's that's a that's a problem in the end um you, you know it it's it, it means that when we want to come together on something we can't come together on something uh, I, I'll listen. I'll, I'll never forget all the and more. Reason, hold on for a second. Okay, a why, conversation why he needs to go with the late he needs to go. The late gray Cameron gray, you know, who was part of this one particular listserv. And I'm, I'm like, you know, he's he's he pulled me aside one day. He said, I had to, I had to, I had to block it. I can't, I can't deal with the back and forth. I can't deal with the arguments between people about, about, uh, about just stupid stuff.
1: Well, he, again, here's the difference between me and I guess the never Trump world. And that is, if Donald Trump is the nominee, I'm going to vote for him. Right. <laughs> uh, I, you know, especially if it.
0: it's Donald Trump versus Larry Hogan versus
1: Joe Biden. Right. But, the, but, but, however, I up until that moment, you know, I want to look at Tim Scott, Nikki Haley, uh, Christy Nome, uh, Ron DeSantis. The fact is, is that I don't understand why Republicans now. Why pro-Trump Republicans are going after uh DeSantis? Why uh w- stop
0: it. Just Listen. I I got into it. I had, I had, I got attacked for saying something pro-DeSantis, and I had a bunch of the, the Trumpers come come against me. And I'm I just I just backed off. But again, but it's the same thing. So so on what, what issue, if you are a Trump supporter,
1: if you are a MAGA Republican, on what issue do you disagree with? uh, with, uh, Ron DeSantis. Well, just, she-
0: they, 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 they can't, except that just, they don't like, uh, they don't like DeSantis being bigger or better than Donald Trump. But he, he, anyway, th- that's not the point I, I want to on this score, Jerry. I want to, I want to, cause you know, raising the Christie Nome issue raises an important point and actually get something you and I haven't talked about, which was my going to see Bono a couple of weeks ago. Um, because there are things that I disagree with Christie gnome on. Um, there are there are, I, I think you know she she took way too much time to sort of engage in the transgender issue um and and was well, really and,
1: and, to... and, and she backtracked too
0: okay. and she shouldn't have yeah I
1: mean ult- ultimately she's right on the issue uh, but but legislatively government wise uh, she took a a, a a a kind of a a light
0: approach to it but yes I, and, and but but again right the point is if christy noem became the nominee i would be enthusiastically in support of christy noem. yes of course right? it, yes if, if it was christy noem between versus donald trump i would be voting for christy noem of course um you know that's that's my point here it, and it gets down to something that so i saw bono which was a transformative experience i mean i i i, I was jerry i have not been moved in a rock concert in a very long time I was, I was moved by this concert. Um, but one of the things Bono talked about was this issue of the, the one initiative, which is this idea that, that if, if you disagree on 85 things or one hundred ninety nine things, but you agree on the one thing and the one thing is important, you should be able to work together on that one thing. Sure. Which is something I've, I've,
1: I've, I've, I feel incredibly strongly about, except, you know, it'd be nice if Bono, um, uh, his actions followed his deeds. I I can't remember Bono ever, I mean, other than working to, uh, on AIDS in Africa with the Bush administration, I can't th- I can't think of Bono uh, again, a self-proclaimed, you know, so-called alleged Christian, uh, I you know, uh, who came out for abortion in Ireland, uh, and and
0: who supports Michelle Obama and and Barack Obama, I you know he you know he but but on the other end, he he said very nice things about George W. Bush. He said very nice things about other Republicans. The the point is it's at least the, on the one thing that was important to him whether or not it's aids work or whether or not it's fighting hunger in africa or aids in africa or whatever you know he's finding people to work with him on those things that's that that that's 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 my 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 point here you know as we go we go down this road we, it's it's the, it's the one thing it's like as i've talked about i think on the air back in 2010 my reaching out to physicians for social responsibility because both organizations oppose the individual mandate, but I could not—I could not get them to sign a joint letter to Congress on this, because we wouldn't come with them on the issue of uh, of a single going to a single payer healthcare system. But uh, again, I,
1: I mean, I'm glad you had. I, I, as a kid I loved you too. I've seen you two in concert. Yeah. Um, I think Bono is a self righteous twerp. Um, I okay. think that. I think that his his he work he wants to eliminate poverty uh, but also you know uh, but also works with hard lefties who are actually exasperating the, the the problem of 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 poverty he wants to eradicate HIV but he attacks intellectual property rights I mean I don't know
0: God bless him, but you know. Okay, but but okay, but Jerry, this is but this is again, this is my point. You know, the the the, the philosophy is the sound one. If there's one thing you can agree on, then work with people on 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 that. Oh, I,
1: I, yeah, I, I I I've said that a million times. Yes. You know, yes, I'll work with someone on on the single issue where we can that's, work together.
0: That's why I'm. That's why I just told the story about about the single payer healthcare system. Um. So yeah. So so listen, I I, we've 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 got a very long time today. Um, so, so how did Bono look to you? By the way, he looked—he looked like he was aging. I mean, you know, it yeah, was, was being was, nice. Looks like a
1: little Irish. Listen, Bono's not listening to the podcast right yes. now. He
0: looks like a shriveled up old Irishman. He—he he was Jerry. It was—it was such a great concert. It really was. It's um, it's to uh, to promote his. So let me explain real quick. It was not you two. It was Bono doing. It can't be called a one man show because it was Bono with a harpist and a cellist and someone who was both doing DJing and percussion. Um, but he was telling stories in support of his book, Songs of Surrender. There's an album. I think the songs in concert are better, frankly, than the reworked songs on the album, but that's just me. Um, but it was, it was great. We, we apparently missed out because apparently if we'd, we, we got inside early um and apparently if we'd stayed outside until almost before the concert we would have been able to see bono arriving at the beacon theater which would have been fun it was listen, it was it was a good trip it was uh my wife's uh christmas present and i again i i i
1: big you know i'm a big or was a big fan of of uh of you two, my problem is i just i i i, I just don't like celebrity I, I we've been burned too many times and well, this is uh, what we're
0: saying right i get i'm 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 saying this i get this i've repeated this again this is this is the theme of the show and and, and also and why I we guess, say and, we and draft count to be honest
1: yeah i know and, I, and, and again again I'm a, I'm a i'm a one one nat nanny on this but i i i don't trust people who want to alleviate poverty and help the poor and and but then go and campaign uh, to kill innocent children in the womb. Well, listen, just, listen. You know, there's again, a, there's an there's intellectual
0: moral disconnect. There. Okay, but but again, it comes down to what Gillette said also, which is, it is not charity to demand. You are not being a charitable person if you're demanding person X give to group Y. You're charitable if you give to group Y. Yeah, of course. I, and I, and I and yeah. we have to we have to. But again, right? I say this, and there are things that I would not agree with Gillette on. The whole theme of the show today yes from soup to nuts has and been, i want to say
1: I want, I want to say something controversial when you're done all
0: right this from soup to nuts has been we can't put our faith in gimmicks we can't put our faith in 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 um in celebrity to get the to get the political end results that we want sorry you're gonna say something controversial so again uh because jerry's gonna hammer on this bono hear, point you, until i say i, the am, bono I, sticks. I don't know no That's i'm not cool. i'm not i'm not but the fact
1: <laughs> I love you, but um, again, I, I I have I have a I I I have a big problem trusting anyone on any policy uh, when when they're so unreasonable and so unscientific and so unethical when it comes to the abortion issue. I, I again, I, I you know. Ha- allowing for abortion from 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 conception to birth is horrific and barbaric and grotesque it is it is it is it is Nazism it is okay it's now so I don't
0: okay I, I I agree with you um I don't know what Bono's specific position on abortion is whether he, or not it's he from-
1: campaigned to uh Ireland was one of the last uh uh, nations, civilized nations in the world uh, that had severe restrictions. Uh, it, it was its constitution was pro life, and and Bono helped put that issue over the edge. Uh, pardon the, pardon the, no pun the fun, but um, and to to legalize abortion
0: in in but, Ireland. But but okay, but Jerry, I don't know if it's is it legalizing abortion again, as you and I have talked about. Is it legalizing abortion up to the moment of birth? Is it legalizing abortion for the first trimester? Is it you know, is it is it I, know,
1: I, I I get it. But again, but, but so, so of all, of all but, the things to lend your credibility to, you know,
0: to 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 legalize I, and look. Jerry, I don't I don't know how Bono personally views his faith. I don't know how he approaches, you know, a, again, because before long before I was a person of faith. I was a pro-life libertarian because I view the fetus as a person. I don't know if you view a fetus as a person. It's so I, but you're, I don't know. You know, look, you look you you're the son of a
1: scientist. Right. Like like your view on what a person is doesn't matter. What does the science And let's us? also
0: remember Bono was not raised as a as a Catholic. He was raised as a Protestant.
1: Well, look he you know U2's music at one point was
0: sold in Christian bookstores. Right. He claims to be an event at one point he, he was to be- He was a charismatic evangelical yes. Christian. It's a whole thing. He almost yeah. left music as a result of this. Yeah. And 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 so but he went from so he, he, he
1: went from loving Jesus uh, to campaigning for abortion but, uh,
0: but you know you never you, but okay but again is it campaigning is it campaigning for abortion is it trying to find i know it, i know I'm, I'm i'm being is, i'm being, is, I'm, being is, I'm purposely i'm purposely i know being you offended. are you're just you're, you're hammering being, you're hammering i'm being i I'm, I'm being, this, a, I'm being a, 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 a D-I-C-K, all right I jerry are you going to see because end on a, on a lighter note are you going to see guardians of the galaxy three or are you done with marvel i'm not done with marvel okay. um Maybe I I, it's, you know, it's funny.
1: I, I've, I've, I, I, I want to like movies. I want to watch movies. And, and every time there's a movie and I watch it, I'm disappointed. I, I love Hollywood. We didn't even talk
0: about the Hollywood uh, writers strike and what uh, that we'll means. About that if you want for, a minute. um, uh, but, uh, what if, but, what if, what if, what if, what if uh, Hollywood had a strike and nobody noticed? Well, they're go- we're going to notice, right? SNL is already in. Are we going to notice that? we going to notice are we, notice, are, we yeah. are we as a society going to notice it if Jimmy Fallon Jimmy Kimmel SNL if they don't if they go to well, let me ask you a quick question because like I, I frankly hold on for a second because I only tangentially know if if Kimmel or Fallon says something interesting or they have like if they have an interesting guest on our segment if if you know but I never know when SNL is on live because I never yeah. watch SNL live
1: so here's here's my question to you
0: and I and I mean
1: this very. I was being cute with the Bono stuff. I was being sure. difficult on purpose, so I apologize. But Sorry, don't but, I'll, but I'll be serious here for a second. Um, late night, whether it's SNL or or Jimmy Kimmel or, or or the other shows, it used to be when we were when we were in our twenties, even our thirties. Late night was a point of destination. When, when I was at Fordham, uh, we would not go out to the Irish pub until after Letterman's Top sure. Ten. Yeah, like we top, the Top Ten was we we were there. Right. Um uh and and then the next morning if when I got older the top 10 uh, was discussed around the water cooler of course right so that's changed late night has really uh, uh suffered uh, uh the, the last decade or so right question to you is will this writers strike if it's extended
0: is this the end of late night tv I don't think so I think only because the left and leftist media has a vested interest in perpetuating mm. it because right. it does become, you know, it it's it again, it becomes this echo chamber for them that they have. Sure. And the same reason that the Washington Post and The New York Times aren't really going to ever go anywhere, um, you know, they will they will they will maintain. Which leads um, to another
1: question for you. Again, we should do rapid fire. Yeah. Why do you what what's your take on. Uh, on digital media uh collapsing uh we have uh, a BuzzFeed collapsing
0: we have Vice going to bankruptcy uh, wh- what does that mean well right this is this again gets now into the issue of the the business models that are out there yeah and whether or not these businesses can create alternative streams without going to the paywall right it's that that's the the, the two models that are that are out here you know it's interesting Jerry I had a um I don't want to throw somebody under the bus, but I, 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 I tried. Throw
1: Bono, Bono under the bus? No,
0: no. I, I tried launching a, a a podcast years ago with somebody else. I mean, not you, not John Pop, not not anybody, not I Mark Nugent. Oh, uh, not Mark Nugent. No, it wasn't Mark. Oh, okay. Um, and and the podcast we did a couple of ex- episodes, and this person was um, uh, astounded that we couldn't immediately monetize the podcast. And I and I said this was no. You need to build up. You need to go. You know. You need to do it for a while. Build up a listenership. No. I I it to produce income. Now I'm like this is not. This is not how it how it's done. Um. The point is, I. It's like Jerry. It's like streaming services online. Although I would like to monetize uh, our podcast. Well, yes. Well, we you know we're about to hit a major milestone, Jerry. We are we are very close to a major download milestone. Um. But the point is that it's like I don't know how many. Online subscriptions to media you have, and how many you get, you know, because of the job that you're in. Right. But it's like streaming online. At some point in time, you know, you're paying for X, you're paying for Y, you're paying for Z, and you don't want to pay for something else. So right. you, you know, it, it's so. Well, it's, again, this is
1: interesting because if you look at a lot of the uh, the New York Times, Washington Post, Wall Street Journal, National Review, uh, the Unheard, the uh, the uh, the Spectator, World. Uh, and the list goes on. The nation on the left um, uh, and the new republic, uh, uh, most, uh, if not all of its content, is behind a pay- paywall. Right. right. And That's... so, again, I'll say this. This is why I think real clear politics is so important, because it's still wide open debate, wide open discourse. There is no paywall. Uh, uh, what you see is what you get and come right. on. and, and but, but here's a little bit of good news with. With all the paywalls, which bothers me, with digital media kind of collapsing, uh, Jimmy Fickelstein, who's a kind of a a media guru, a media media leader, is launching something, uh, Andrew, in in about two weeks. It's going to be called The Messenger. Yeah. And it's going to be a legit kind of news service. Listen to this. In terms of newsroom staff, where everywhere from the washington post and new york times and everywhere are getting rid of editors getting rid of staff uh this new this new startup uh, media startup is going to have a hundred staff in its general newsroom wow a hundred staff in its political uh on its po- politics side 80 staff for entertainment 80 for sports 60 for business and finance and, and 30 for tech and science 30 for health and wellness okay. 15 for food 10 for style seven for travel so there is still but okay but avenue to do this
0: is it gonna be is it, who is bankrolling it is it gonna be well jimmy ficklestein jimmy ficklestein bankrolling it he's bankrolling it personal I, don't know uh, I, I um
1: the company uh, uh uh plans to raise uh 50 million dollars ahead of its launch okay so, so it's it's it's, it,
0: it's almost like a, on a think tank model so okay so the, so are they they're going on the non-profit the 501c3 model like ProPublica yeah. has done
1: yeah I, I and I think I, I, I think that's an interesting way of moving forward in terms of having these having these uh a, a stable of talent an arena where ideas can be fought out uh
0: why not go the way of private investing well private investing but on a not for profit model I mean yeah, really, I'm, I'm not C sure it's,
1: if this is a C3 or C4 okay but regardless, either maybe it's either. for maybe it is for profit, and these investors will get a get a return.
0: So that's the the question is then how, how I don't know gonna, how are they going to yeah. make their revenue. So these anyway these are the, the 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 questions that I have. It's interesting. I mean, listen, essentially this is what the federal uh, in a way the what the federal newswire has done, which they're the ones who are behind yeah, the exactly lunch hour right. podcast, which is but they're really an aggregator, um, um, which is which is interesting. Jerry, when are you uh, when are you on again? You're on on Sunday, oh, the Sunday show, uh, WBAL 7 to uh
1: 10 a.m. Go to WBAL.com podcast, so you can hear the podcast. Last week's show was a hoot, uh, we called it Puppies and Politics. Um, spent nice. a lot of time talking about dogs and dogs. And, do- and, and and this sort of thing. Was, it was great fun, but then got into some serious issues uh, as, as the show uh, went forward. I think this week. Uh, we're gonna have uh, someone on from the Job Creators
0: Network. Oh, interesting! Uh, and, yeah, talk I'm doing about... the same thing. Okay, who are you having on? Uh, Alfredo Me. Gonzalez, right? Me too. So name? am I. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So am I. Excellent. Wow, that we didn't coordinate that. No, we did not. I've been I've been trying to get him on my show for a while. So it's you know it's it's good. Uh, the guys are good friends at uh, at uh, uh, CRC. Reached out to you. No, I, thought- I reached
1: out to I know oh, Alfredo. I I I talked them I did okay. a conference call with them last week on uh ah, you know it, I was at their big legislative launch up on Capitol Hill a few months so ago. So long story short, uh the the uh Job Creators Network was uh was behind uh, uh the the push of the uh the the greatest success of the Trump administration which is the which is the uh Tax Cut and Jobs Act. Right. Uh and, and again, I talked to Alfredo last week and I told him, I said, look, I said, uh, my friend Andrew Langer and I uh, would do a podcast and we would talk about how uh, any other Republican administration or Congress would have folded because of all the pressure. And I said, because of the good work of the job creators network uh, 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 Paul Ryan could not cave and Donald Trump refused to cave. And, and, but, but, you know, this, I guess it'll come out in your podcast. Many it's up to expire. Yeah. And yeah. it's and 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 uh, it's going to crush small businesses and startup firms. And so uh, I'm that's so pleasing to know that you're going to have him on.
0: Yeah, I'm going to have him. We're going to interview him next week for the, uh, the 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 lunch hour podcast. By the way, this week, uh, Javed Ali, who is a professor at the University of Michigan, former director of the National Counterterrorism Center, uh, very interesting ideas about labeling um, uh, labeling uh, drug cartels as terrorist groups. I want folks to watch uh, to to watch or listen to. The show from two weeks ago, Jerry, uh, we interviewed, I interviewed Bob Levy, uh, who used to do Bob Levy's Washington, the daily column in the Washington Post, yeah. former host at both WBAL and WMAL. Uh, so uh, you want to go in, and and check? You know, I
1: that. haven't I haven't posted in a while uh, one of your podcasts up at Real Clear Policy. Um, send me you do anyway, but I want the Alfredo one. And uh, and and I will I will push that out because I think the uh, job creators network is great again, organization. I'm so critical of the right or Listen, the, uh, the. Let me tell the, a, the,
0: let me tell a quick anecdote. Yeah, I, I went to I went to their uh, legislative launch event, uh, one of their legislative launches launches on Capitol Hill uh, a few months ago, yeah. and one of their spokespeople was a woman um, uh, in I want to say the 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 contracting industry, um, so general contracting. So she is a Native American and one of the things i, I learned and i folks who don't know me know that i'm i'm a or who know me know that i'm a huge devotee of hernando de soto and daniel pipes and the role that property rights play in you know creating stable and prosperous societies what i didn't realize and of course if you think about it, i, I learned at this event from this woman was if you are a, a resident of a of a in of a native american reservation You cannot borrow against the value of whatever land you're on because you don't actually own own that land. Yeah, that's right. It's fascinating. Anyway, anyway, Jerry, what do you want people to do? Uh, Well, listen to this, uh,
1: the Federal News Hour podcast, but then also uh, uh, find the truth, plant your feet, uh, stand firm, and uh, God bless you.
0: Have a great week, everybody. Have fun and stay safe.